Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. We had um, King Solomon now, and yes. he knows everything. About everything. About everything. Yeah. And uh, Well, actually. Right, right, right. And... Uh, that's all I got. That's there were, all I got. There were 12 districts. That's right. We were in the Hunger Games. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, um, I looked up who is Ben-Hur because yeah. I was like, I thought that was a Jesus guy, not a Old Testament guy. Mm. And it turns out I was right. What? Yeah. Um, okay. So this is probably something that could have been covered in the Q&A, but I'm going to talk about it and then when we come back from break. Oh, okay. Because I'm just so, like, what? I'm intrigued a right? little bit, because I'm like, well, why would there be... I mean, I guess I know why there's more than... There's more than one everybody in this fucking book, so... Well, not Ben-Hur. Okay, now I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly unhappy at the moment, so... <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's uh, go to break, and then when we come back, uh, we will do First Kings Chapter 5. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Hey wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night, which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Okay, so before we jump into um, 1 Kings chapter 5, yeah. I've got to tell you about Ben-Hur. I'm so curious now. Okay, well, first of all, um, first, you were right and I was wrong in that it was Ben-Hur. Right, right. And that it, that was the name we had heard. And yeah. I have no idea at this point what I was thinking of yesterday where <laughs> that would make me say, no, I know what you're thinking, That no, no. So right, right. I was totally wrong. I humble myself before you. Why, you were right. You. Okay. But having said that, I yeah. was like, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. Because I just knew that Ben-Hur was a Jesus-y guy. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, the only place that Ben-Hur is mentioned at all in the Bible, we just read it. Oh, what? He's, he's one of the guys okay. of Solomon. That's okay? crazy. Right. So when we went on break, you were like, fucking Bible. And I responded, well, this time is actually not the Bible's fault. Which okay. you know pained me to say because <laughs> right. I love to blame the Bible for shit. Is this but, like, um, uh, what do you call it when people, fan fiction. Is this like fan fiction? Um, actually, yes, oh. very much. So the author Lou Wallace wrote a book. Back in, like, forever ago, before yeah. silent films w- were around. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, so it was very best-selling. It outsold the, um, uh, uh, what am I trying to think of? A really popular fucking book. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, that one. And what's the one with the Civil War and Scarlett O'Hara and, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you know, you know the one? Civil, Civil War. War. Um. As God is uh, my witness, I'll never go hungry again. 
Uh, oh, come on. I know, I know. I, I'm, it's Rit. on the tip of my tongue. Rit, Butler, some shit like that. Yeah. Okay, um, well, I hate that movie and that book, so yeah, right, that's why right. we can't think of it. Um, it's just not in our zeitgeist. Yeah. But that, okay? Sure. Very popular, best-selling books here. Okay. To Kill a Mockingbird and right. that. and that other one. Other one. The one that's, yeah, that's uh, right. Gone with the Wind. Yeah, that. Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Okay. I know everybody that's listening. They're like, you idiots. They were shouting at the microphone. Or they were shouting at their speakers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gone with the Wind. Okay. So, it was more best-selling than those. And it was called, um, the book was called Ben-Hur, A Tale of the Christ. Okay. Okay. And it's just some fictiony thing where this guy is um his half brother is a roman soldier that betrays him and his name is like masala or some shit like that okay and he's like um oh i'm gonna get that masala guy back because he betrayed me to uh the romans and so i grew up a slave in poverty and yeah terrible life and whatever sure and um throughout his life he meets jesus a couple times and every time he meets him, it, like, changes his perspective on things. Okay. So that by the end, he's actually witnessing um, Jesus' crucifixion. Okay. And um, so he realizes that forgiveness is the way. Right. And so anyway, this film, or this book was supposed to be awesome, right? Like, I'm really curious now. I kind of want to add it to our um, sacrilegious book club, like, eventually. <laughs> because it's also one of the only... Uh, religious fictions that has been blessed by a pope. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Right? And it's just, like, Christians love this this book and this story. And it was made into several films, one of which was a um, silent film. Okay, yeah. And then um, it was made into a couple other films, uh, one of which, the most famous one, won multiple Academy Oscars, Award, Academy right, Awards, yeah. um, starring uh, Charlton Heston. Right. And so he started everything back then. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. And I've never seen the movie, but it's supposed to be like one of those epic movies that you're supposed sure. to see. Yeah. Like Casablanca, which I think I that's love. why I knew of it. Like, it's just one of those, you know, right. everybody knew about it. You everybody know? knows about it, even if they've never seen it. Right. Sure. So it's not the Bible's fault that this guy is mentioned. So was he not, it's not the same Ben-Hur then probably. It's like somebody named after Ben-Hur or something just happened to have the same fucking name. I have no idea. I just find it very weird because it's an awfully specific name. Right. Well, that's why it triggered something in my brain. I'm like, Oh, Ben-Hur. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know why this guy picked an old Testament name that was it like a leader of one of Solomon's districts. Right. And made and him into a New Testament character. Yeah. Right. That's we're really it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I mean maybe he was just struggling for a name and he's like, Oh, this one'll do. He's only mentioned once in the Bible, so Nobody no, no one'll know anything about it. It's not like this is gonna go on to win awards or anything. <laughs> like what writer actually believes that, right? Right, like, yeah. Well yeah. like this is oh, nobody's gonna like this book. Oh, my work is trash. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that was interesting. Just had to get that out there real quick. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. And now on to what we are supposed to be talking about, which is First Kings chapter five. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay, King Hiram of Tyre had always been a loyal friend of David. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Whoever he is. Sure. When Hiram learned that David's son Solomon was the new king of Israel, he sent ambassadors to congratulate him. Ambassadors, huh? Ambassadors. <laughs> you know, the doors. Yeah. yeah. Ambassa ones. Right, yeah. 
yeah, to congratulate him. Then mm-hmm. Solomon sent this mass message, massage message, Jesus message back to Hiram. Okay, gone with the wind. You know that my father David was not able to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord his God because of the many wars waged against him by surrounding nations. Right. He could not build until the Lord gave him victory over all his enemies. Actually, I thought God didn't want him to build a temple because he was fine in the sanctuary that he was in. A temple for the ark is different from a temple at which we worship. Okay, but... It's separate. It's also a place that they're going to... Like, it's a permanent place for the ark, too, is what they were talking about, I thought. That, that two separate things you're talking about. Okay. Um, he wanted to build a temple for specifically for the ark, but God told him no. But he also was building up the city and wanted to build um, temples for the people to worship at. Technically, he told David no, not not Solomon. Right. That's what yeah. I meant. Right. Yeah. Okay. But now the Lord my God has given me peace on every side. I have no enemies, and all is well. So I am planning to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord my God, just as he had instructed my father David. For the Lord told him, your son, whom I will place on the throne, will build the temple to honor my name. Oh, that's right. He, that, yeah. that was said. Okay. Yeah. All right. Therefore, please command that cedars from Lebanon be cut for me. Let my work, let my men work alongside yours, and I will pay your men whatever wages you ask. Damn. As you know, there is no one among us who can cut timber like you Sidonians. Yeah, they're good timber cutters. You know. Sidonians. Sidonians. I mean, when you need timber cut, who are you going to call? Those are the best timber cutters. Why would you call anybody else? I always call the Sidonians. And when you need to kill a ghost, you call the Ghostbusters. Obviously. That's what you do. These are the things that you do. Right. So it is Sidonians for wood and chopping. This is the way. And Ghostbusters for ghosts. Right. Duh. Right. This is obvious shit, you guys. Totally. Elementary school. Ben-Hur, gone with the wind. Sidonians. Get your shit together. Right. Sidonians. When Hiram received Solomon's message, he was very pleased. And he, of course he was pleased. He's like, we're getting money from this guy. (laughs) He praised us and said that we're the best. We can charge whatever the fuck we want. Right. Right. And then on top of that, like, he's, he's like, um... We're at peace. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, there was nothing bad in that letter. That was a very well written letter. Yeah, it's good. Praise the Lord today for giving David a wise son to be king of the great nation of Israel. That's what Hiram was saying. I feel like we're going to get really sick of people praising Mm -hmm. fucking Solomon and shit. Like, you know. Uh, I feel like we're going to get sick of that. And then we're also going to get sick when we get to all his songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to really make me sick. I've already put that out of my mind. I'm like, no, that's not going to actually happen, right? No, it's going to happen. It's happening. It's happening. I don't want it to actually happen. I'm pretty sure that's what most of Chronicles is. Fuck. Yep. Then he sent this reply to Solomon. I have received your message and I will supply all the cedar and cypress timber you need. My servants will bring the logs from the Lebanon... Lemonade Mountain, <laughs> Lebanon Mountains, to the Mediterranean Sea and make them into rafts and float them along the coast to whatever place you choose. That's actually how they used to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Good on them. Yeah. Then we will break the rafts apart so you can carry the logs away. You can pay me by supplying me with food for my household. But what? wait, that's what the districts do. Yeah. Oh, you, you need more fucking food? They, they... No, 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 no. This guy is saying... Oh, oh, You can pay me and my men by oh. giving me food. So, but he doesn't really have to pay him because the districts have to pay him. Like, I'm like, I don't want this to be my month, man. I'm not going to feed you and the fucking Sidonians. Right. I, mean, I know they're fucking timber chopping. It's fucking state of the art, but 
dude, I only signed up to feed the fucking the king. Come Here's on, my man. thing. It's it's all well and good that you're like the only you don't have to pay us, just give me food. You just signed up your guys to do all this work and no, they're not getting paid from anybody. Well, we don't know that. They might get paid. They're not getting probably paid not. from it's Solomon. This probably, probably goes to the guy it's, that runs the forced labor camps. Yeah, so, it's yeah. slaves. Right. Yeah, so that's gross. Yeah. So Hiram supplied as much cedar and cypress timber as Solomon desired. In return, Solomon sent him an annual payment of 100,000 bushels of wheat for his household and 110 gallons of pure olive oil. Wow. God damn. That's a lot of oil. I mean, it sounds like that's probably a lot of stuff. That's a lot of olives that they squeezed. Right? Yeah. Could you squeeze oil out of an olive? I mean, not 110,000 gallons or whatever. Or 110 (laughs) gallons or whatever the fuck it was. So the Lord gave wisdom to Solomon just as he had promised. And Hiram and Solomon made a formal alliance of peace. Yeah, they did. Then King Solomon conscripted a labor force of 30,000 men from all Israel. He sent them to Lebanon in shifts, 10,000 every month, so that each man would be one month in Lebanon and two months at home. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's nice. kind of decent. Yeah. He's, he's doing that work-life balance shit even back then. Right. You know, it's unlike today's corporate America. Americans know how to fuck up the Bible even worse than it already <laughs> was. Adoniram was in charge of this forced labor. Labor force. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was dyslexia. Right, yeah. Labor force. Right. Adoniram. 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 He was in charge. Okay. He was in charge. Got it. Solomon also had 70,000 common laborers, 80,000 quarry workers in the hill country, and 3,600 foremen to supervise the work. Damn, that's that's a large undertaking. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of just men. Right, right. At the king's command, they quarried large blocks of high-quality stone and shaped them to make the foundation of the temple. Men from the city of Jabal helped Solomon's and Hiram's builders prepare the timber and stone for the temple, the end. Okay. They're building. Yeah, they're building. They're at peace and they're building. They got, they got good choppers. They got good choppers. Yeah. The best. The best. Sidonians. Sidonians, yeah. Who you, you got to call Sidonians. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's what that chapter was that's about. That's what I'm going to call when I need timber chopped. Yeah. Duh. I'll get mad at you. I wonder if they have a group on. You know, right? <laughs> we could all go in together and get a discount rate or something. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just hit us up. We'll, we'll we'll all do this together. We'll get some timber chopped. Although it's been a while since I needed some timber chopped, well, now that I think of it. Yeah, but I mean, if the price is right, why not call the Stonians to get some good timber chopped, though? I wonder if Sidonians are still alive today, and I wonder if they're still the best <laughs> choppers, and I wonder if they still have timber. I don't. I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah. About all these things. Right. Right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap this one up. Okay. That's about all we got. Because <laughs> now I'm just being silly. Yeah. No. Um, just one. I, I'm doing this every few episodes or whatever, but just a reminder that we are going to be down at the Kentucky Free Thought Convention on September 3rd in, in Louisville. Louisville. Yep. And we would love to see you guys out there. I think that um, if you let us know that you heard this on the podcast, because that means you listened to the whole fucking episode. I mean, yeah. Good on you. We're going to get a prize. So, and, But the prize is not chopped timber. No, it's sample pack of coffee from, mm-hmm. from ungodlybrew.com. Almost as good, but Al- not quite. Yeah, almost as good. But and I mean, when it comes to coffee, like you got to call ungodlybrew.com. Well, yeah. So Or, you know, surf over on the web. Yeah, the Sidonians. They don't really don't. call them. 
Ghostbusters and Sedonians don't make coffee. They have better technology now, so, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, you just mm got to click buttons and stuff. Right. But anyway. Anyway. We'll see you in Kentucky in September. Yeah. Third. Third. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.